I don't know about you, but when I think of what PR means to my business, I automatically get the visual of Samantha Jones from Sex in the City running around New York like a boss, getting media exposure for like indie brands and really big clients and even getting a really handsome dude into the movies. That's what I my brain goes to when I think about PR. But I want you to start thinking about PR in a serious way for your business. And today I'm so excited to have Alessandra Seika on the show today. Alessandra is the owner of Seika & Co, a public relations agency where she helps brands gain exposure so they can get the credibility they deserve, reach their target audience, and grow. I am speaking with Alessandra on all things PR. We are holding nothing back in this discussion today. We're talking about the difference between paid media and earned media, why you should even care about the difference between the two. You should definitely care because it affects your wallet. And we're going to be talking about what it would look like for you to put your best foot forward in order for you to get featured in the media what does that even look like we're going to give you the action steps to get it done here we go you're listening to the side gig central podcast where we truly believe that your side gig has the power to change your life my name is elena Ciccatelli, and i'm a small business owner and side gig hustler just like you i'm so excited to help you redefine what success looks like in today's gig economy listen in on honest conversations that i have with the experts and from hard-working side gig entrepreneurs just like you who are killing it with their side hustle learn the best strategies tips and tricks that have helped others pave their own way and craft their dream side gig. So if you're ready to get started, up your game and do the work, you're definitely in the right place. Let's get started. Alessandra, welcome to the show. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm good. You know, Monday. (laughs) It's Monday, but it's a better Monday now that you're on the show. And I am so hyped up for our topic today about earned media versus paid media. And Alessandra, you are the perfect person to be talking about this. But before we head into it, I would love for you to explain to the listeners who you help and how your entrepreneurial journey has been so far. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Alessandra. I own a public relations agency based out of Toronto, but I work across Canada and the United States, sometimes even further internationally. Um, I work specifically with small to medium sized businesses. I've worked with I've worked in the industry for over 10 years and worked in bigger agencies, uh, other boutique agencies, and just realized uh, realized that there was a lack of help on the front for the smaller and more medium-sized businesses. So I decided to start my own um, specifically, even I work with everybody from like like incorporated companies to solopreneurs. And my job is to get them out there in front of the media and help them get the organic exposure that they deserve. Yes, well, we need your help. We need your help desperately. So, in this, in especially in this topic, and I'm excited to talk to you about this today because I know for myself personally, I've been getting hit like a avalanche in my DMs and also my inbox too with these cold inquiries from quote unquote agencies that are saying, hey, I can get you featured in the top 10 sales coaches in the US and it's gonna be on Yahoo Finance. And then there's like a little asterisk and it says charges may apply. And then I sometimes my clients will get these as well. And they're like, hey, look, I'm gonna be featured. And they're like all excited and stuff. I was like, wait, hold on. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. 
I don't know if this is legit. So, Alessandra, can you explain the difference between paid media and earned media and what the weird cold DMing situation is? Oh, absolutely. So there's a few points that I'd like to hit. First of all, um, if you hire somebody like me, a publicist or someone who is going out to the media for you, there's a few circumstances that can happen. Typically, our job is to find that media for you for free. Earned. You're already paying us to do the legwork, right? It's our job to get you know, to tell the right stories and consistently put you in front of the media. So you're already putting money in there. The only time I personally will bring my client something that is paid is if I'm sitting there going, this is a thousand percent worth it. Um, you know, this is something that I think that you should put the money behind. There's the other side of it where, you know, I've had clients who've had, you know, really big magazines, uh, like famous magazines reach out to them for an advertising spot and then it's you know it's up to the client to decide whether or not they want to go that route that's totally fair we know these magazines are legit we know who they are i can't name them but you <laughs> we know they're you know that's a that's a whole other decision and conversation um again on the pr side i don't always push that because i'm sitting here going you're i can tell more stories and it's my job to get you more exposure. Sometimes that one spot, actually more than more often than not, that one spot isn't really going to get you what you want. You want to get across the board. Paid media is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, you just have to do your research behind it. So there's a few things that I use. Um, there's, well, obviously, again, I'm pretty well versed in the media landscape. I understand where this is. And that's, you know, where you can ask a professional for some help. But if you want to do it yourself and you're going out there and pitching yourself to the media, do your background research. Look at the articles that they've written. Do a little digging on the people that they have featured. Um, you can use stuff like there's different websites like Media Tracker and um, Fact Checker. And like there's a whole bunch of different websites that you can actually like plug these into and see if they're legit or you know where they stand on the bias spectrum there's a lot of out like there's a lot of stuff you can you can do to do the research but when you're getting messaged like i get them all the time i get messages all the time like you know i have one guy who's been emailing me for i swear to god like weeks <laughs> and i keep telling him like i'm not really like it's fine i told him i wasn't interested then i just started ignoring it but you know you look at their website it does look legit um that being said though even if it looks legit, is that 1200 bucks going to really get you that far, right? There's, that's the, that's the real question that you have to ask yourself. Is that $1,200 going to get you that far for one spot besides the fact of whether or not they may or may not be real? Um, you know, is that 1200 bucks going to get you that exposure? Is it really going to get you the attention? Is it the right audience that, that you're put, being put in front of? Or, you know, if you are interested in that, can you go a different route of trying to pitch yourself out to the media on your own or eventually potentially hiring somebody to do it, right? Like we see it everywhere. We're lucky enough that we have things like Instagram and LinkedIn and stuff that we can promote ourselves in a certain way. Um, it really just depends on what you're looking for. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> paid media isn't necessarily evil. It's just... Is it, is it fully worth it? It's again, going back to my other point of, you know, clients who I've had, who had these magazines approach them. 
again, it's great. You know, you get to be featured in like some crazy big magazines, but you're also spending an exponential amount of money to be featured in these magazines. My advice is if you do want to go that route, maybe look at an agency or someone who can help you execute that like legitimately if, if you don't have the time and to put into like doing your own PR because it really does take a long time and just reaching out to like the contact at blah 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 isn't gonna do it for you you like you you got to look at like the producers and find their emails and that's a whole other topic for another day but um you know you could look at an agency to help you or try to do it yourself and then when you have that basis of you know earned media when you've told your story and the media picks up that interest and says like wow this is a really cool like brand or product or person and you've gotten you know a bunch of interviews and articles out of that then maybe okay consider let's elevate this it's almost like scaling your business right like you want to start off with as much free stuff as possible or the lowest cost possible and then move up to that. Okay, now I can start plugging in with these advertisers, right? When I'm working with a client, I'm very specific about who I'm doing the outreach for. I'm telling different stories. I'll give you an example. If I'm working with a skincare brand, okay, I'm not going to go and pitch some business news outlet for them. Like it just doesn't make any sense unless, unless the owner of that business wants to be portrayed as that entrepreneur business person. And that's when I'll say, okay, this is the story we're going to tell around that. And we're going to move forward with this on a business perspective, but that's a completely different thing as well. Like you're not looking for sales in that case, right? You're looking for that, like, credibility level right and that's the thing with pr as well is i can never promise sales i can absolutely never promise sales i'm not a marketer i, do, I can't promise sales and i actually cannot uh, promise coverage so that's another thing you have to look at when you see these messages like to your point earlier about oh this is guaranteed to be posted in x y and z and magazine how do you know it's guaranteed are they an agency that's throwing that out there. Another reason why I started my own business was specifically for that reason. I had, you know, bosses who were great. Don't get me wrong. They were fabulous, but I would sit in meetings and they'd be like, yeah, I promised to get you in the New York times. And I'd be like, stop, stop, stop saying that because you can be best friends with this reporter. I have friends. I have reporters who I text on a daily basis saying, Hey, do you want the story? But I also can't force them into writing it. And it's also not always in their control. It's up to the editors. It's up to the producers to say, this is a great fit. And it, and that to that point as well, it might not actually be a great fit. I'm not going to, this is going to sound ridiculous, but it's a very blatantly obvious argument is I'm not going to be pitching, you know, gifting Christmas gifting stuff in January right like and you know unfortunately sometimes I have clients who are like let's get ahead of it that's not how it works right so it all depends on the fit I've worked with clients countless times where I'll work with them for a long period of time and the media will come back to me with the pitch that I sent them six months before saying you know what that's a great fit now do you want to talk about it it just all depends on what's going on and it can't be forced that's the beauty and the biggest point in organic exposure right there's yeah. not 
paid, it's that credibility that that media found you, that media thinks your story is good enough to tell or free realistically, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think what you were, uh, what you were also saying too about, um, you know, the timeliness, I think is like, guys, you're, you're pitching the media, like the media needs to be timely. <laughs> like That's the whole point of it. It needs to be like fitting the trends and the stories. That kind of leads me to my next question. Like, what would be your advice to solopreneurs who are like, maybe not ready for an agency yet, or maybe not ready for you yet, but maybe they want to put their best foot forward. They want to start, you know, doing some like posting the right things. They need to be, uh, as you say, start building their credibility. What are, what's your advice here? Oh, that's a great question. So I have a few points there, but basically I actually always encourage people to start trying to do their own PR. Um, and I say that because it really gives them a perspective of what we're doing on our end. Um, to be blunt, realistically, it is that. Um, but also it helps. A lot of people don't actually understand what PR is and what we do, right? So it shows them, okay, there's actual work. It's like, listen, I do my own bookkeeping and I absolutely hate it. And for some reason, I haven't hired somebody to do it yet. But my point is I do it myself. And like, now I'm getting to that point where I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe I just need to hand it off. But especially in the beginning, again, I'm, I'm a, well, kind of a solopreneur. Um, you know, I have my own business. I'm, I'm trying to do things as cost effectively as possible. So my tips there would be, think of your story. Um, a lot of the times entrepreneurs, we look at our business as the be all and end all. It's the best thing that ever happened. And look at it objectively, fill out like a SWOT analysis, which is basically like a, a, a breakdown of, you know, the opportunities you have, the, your competition, who, what your strengths and your weaknesses are. Literally, that's what it stands for. Um, what, how you, how there's some of your competition is better. I know that might be hard to look at, but it really helps you dive deep into like what your business is about and how to tell your story and look at your story objectively. Maybe ask some friends, like, what do you think of when you see my business? Because, you know, again, going back to the example of like a skincare line, how many are out there? There's millions, there's tons, right? But, you know, when I look at a client, when I'm approaching a client, um, when I'm starting to figure out the planning, uh, I, I look at, okay, what are the stories we can tell here? And that's how you have to look at it. Okay, great. There's the basis story of what the brand is. Great. Fine. Like, fantastic. But what else can we tell? Okay, so this person uses specifically dead sea salt. Why? Where did the dead sea salt come from? Is it, um, you know, environmentally friendly? Is like, there's so many different angles you can look at, even the business angle, like I said earlier, right? Like, maybe you want to be the face behind that brand and you want to build up that credibility. We all love that. At the end of the day, we all want to see the face behind the brand. We've seen it with Steve Jobs. We've seen it with Elon Musk. We've seen it with everybody, right? We want to see who that person is standing behind that brand. So there's nothing, unless you're super introverted and shy, you know, it's always worth it to showcase that you are that person. We see it on social media all the time. 
I, I love when a brand shows the owner and the owner sitting there talking about whatever it is that they're doing or even just something completely irrelevant like their family because it gives you that humanized aspect to it. So think of the different ways you can tell your story, the newsworthy um, angle to it. And that's another thing. So think of what is going on in the world and try to try to pick up on that, right? Like we do something called newsjacking. So if I'm working with someone who is, and I'll explain newsjacking. If I'm working with someone who, um, you know, is a business owner, okay, we're just going to go that route. If somebody's a business owner um, and something relevant comes up in the news. So a, a perfect example is a few years ago in Canada, we legalized cannabis. And I had started working with some cannabis companies at that point through the agency I was at. Um, and, you know, a story would come out about a cannabis, anything cannabis. Even if I wasn't pitching for it at that minute, I would reach out to that reporter and say, hey, uh, my client is actually an expert on this or owns this company or is is applying for their license whatever the story is would you like some feedback from them and that's something called newsjacking and that's just being on top of and being aware of what's going on in the world um another thing to be aware of is like when you're pitching again it goes back to your point of timeliness I provide something called an editorial calendar. It's a freebie on my website and in this editorial calendar it teaches you how to or when to pitch per se. So there's certain things that you need to think about. There's things called long lead media and short lead media. I know it gets, it sounds a little complicated and convoluted, but short lead media is things that we usually see online, um, television, radio, those don't need longer than like a month and a half to go out with a story. But if you're pitching a print magazine, think about how long that takes to, to execute a physical print copy magazine. I know there's not a ton out there right now, but it takes a lot, right? So they do something that like they're considered long lead media. So when you're pitching to them and you're pitching Christmas gift guides, you want to be pitching them in like July. I know that sounds like no one's even that where did the whole Christmas in July thing came from that, right? It's, it's knowing the right times and when to pitch them. So you don't miss that mark, right? There's a lot to that, but I mean, it, it's all in the editorial calendar as well. So, Alessandra, you were just dropping bombs of knowledge. <laughs> I was taking notes feverishly. But seriously, so just to recap really quickly, right? Your SWOT analysis, SWOT, that beautiful acronym, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, newsjacking, storytelling, editorial calendar, like you guys. You better just rewind this episode, re-listen to all the gems that Alessandra just gave you. Um, Alessandra, we are going to put your editorial calendar link in the show notes so everybody can go and grab it. I highly recommend that you do. Um, this has been awesome. Like I learned so much from you today. And thank you, thank you, thank you for clearing up the controversy with paid media and earned media. You are a saint. Um, Thank you so much for your time. This has been awesome. Yeah, that was great. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks so much for listening to the Side Gig Central podcast. You can dive into the show notes for this episode and for all past episodes at sidegeekcentral.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll talk to you very soon. And by the way, keep up that side hustle because... Mm, 
It looks good on you.